Chan. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Boatkey. Frick! Welcome to the Boatkey Podcast, episode 13. Oh, I just say Frick, you, good were, start. you were doing good. You didn't. Oh, I, I thought I. <laughs> I'm Dylan. Uh, I go by Crowfibian sometimes. Uh, no one called me that, though. I'm here with Matthew, Lime Jinjo, the big man. What's up, man? Hey, the big man's back. www.thebreskies.com. No, I changed it because it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the kid from Brooklyn. I'll never be him. I hope he's doing well. I mean, Dylan, he died. Like, he's dead, but I mean, like, I I hope he's, like, up there in heaven, like, with a shit ton of quaaludes. He's doing quaaludes in heaven, dude. Dude. God has granted him quaaludes, and you he thought is you to, died and went to heaven. And yeah, and, and he's having sex. He's having him. sex with like his his deceased wife or something. I don't know, but he's just fucking uh, he's fucking bitches with quaaludes, dude. And when you orgasmed, you felt like you were on the fucking moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, not good. No, not addictive. Bring, bring back, back the fucking the quaaludes. quaaludes. Yeah, no, the kid from Brooklyn definitely, he's like the king of heaven right now. No cap. Dude, uh, it kind of makes me, we just got to form a suicide pack just so we can meet him. So true. This is the last episode of the Broski podcast. See, well, guys, I, I know you've been expecting more from us, but think about it, guys. Meeting the kid from Brooklyn, entertaining 199 subscribers on YouTube. Think about it. What are we going to do? Think about it! Think about it! <laughs> I didn't even, I wasn't even like thinking about that <laughs> yeah. line. That's one of his most classic Classic lines. video. If you guys haven't seen that video, it's just search up Quaaludes. Yeah, You'll just find search it. up Quaaludes and look for like a, a middle-aged man. I think he's wearing glasses. Yeah, um, he got glasses and a hat. Yeah, and just click on that video and watch it. It's like two minutes. It's one of the greatest videos ever made. Anyway, Broski Podcast Episode 13 what what's on the table today, Dylan? What are we gotta uh, talk about first? You pick. We're looking at this Discord channel with all these topics. What? Just pick one. Just point at one. Well, I think. Uh, first of all, I don't think we had the chance to talk about like our life updates. Like, really, a lot's been going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, like, you got a big thing going on. Yeah. Well, getting episode twelve of the podcast out was like fighting for my fucking life because I had so much shit going on. I'm going to college in August. My girlfriend moved in with me, um, like, end of May. So Mimi Yori now lives in the same house as me, except she's not here right now. She's been in Washington for, like, ten days, and I'm so fucking lonely. You know, All By I Myself my wife by Pails. Eric Carmen. That song's yeah, I a do. classic. I listen to it every night and cry myself to sleep. I have a Mimi Yori plush by Rotten Egg Shop on Twitter that... Sophie commissioned from them and it just sits next to me every night while I sleep. It's kind of creepy because it has like a goblin smile, but um, it's my only remnant of Sophie while she's yeah, gone. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll put a picture of it and I'll show the, the person who made it. It's very well done. Yeah, go check that person out. They make awesome plushies. I don't know if their commissions are still up, but if they are, order like a plush of your favorite anime character or something. Or, or just follow them and commission them in the future if you Order want. Order a plush of Spongebob with a giant penis. Spongebob. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, that, that reminds me. There's that, that, uh, that uh, Spongebob, not Spongebob, but Nickelodeon fighting game coming out. Oh, yeah, fuck. We didn't write down to talk about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Broski fans, especially if you listen to the last episode, you know that 
I've always wanted SpongeBob and Smash, and clearly I'm not alone because Obese Loser mentioned on the last episode he also wants SpongeBob and Smash. And I saw on Twitter like a month ago, famous comic creator Giggle Corp also wants SpongeBob and Smash. Let's be real, guys. SpongeBob probably never coming to Smash, but we just got the closest thing possible. A Nickelodeon platform fighter that isn't just gonna be shit because it's it's being made by the people that made Slap City, an already reputable Smash clone. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be dope. I'm hoping it's gonna be dope. They've confirmed it has rollback netcode, and it's they're not just doing like weird like they're not just doing new Nicktoons and their most popular things. Cause like they've confirmed that fucking Ariel Monster is gonna be in and Powdered Toast Man is gonna be in. So clearly they also care about the older audience. So I'm excited to see more of the roster of that. It's gonna yeah, be it's awesome. Kind of, it's kind of funny to see Twitter talk about like characters they want and shit. It's awesome. Yeah. We're definitely gonna... Uh, if, mm, I don't know. We we do want to like stream it or something. Well, we both, uh, we've is it on stream? I think it will be on PC. Yeah, they said that PC is going to be their main skew. It's what they're like focusing development on. So it will be on PC. Awesome. Um, yeah, we've petitioned Game Mill Entertainment, the publishers, to give the Broskis review codes. Hopefully they will. That would be awesome to have our first review code at 200 subscribers. I would like cry tears of joy if we got sponsored by like an official Nickelodeon product because I grew up watching Nickelodeon. I was always a Nickelodeon kid. A lot of people I know were Cartoon Network kids. Ain't no one a I Disney a Channel kid. kid. Ain't nobody a Disney Channel kid, but I was a Nickelodeon kid. So I fucking love SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parent and shit. The only Disney show I really remember well was Gravity Falls, which is a very good cartoon. I like Probably Disney one of Channel favorites. shows. Like I grew up watching The Proud Family. Um, yeah, no one is like a pure Disney Channel kid. Yeah. It was like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. I was That's mostly shit Nickelodeon, was, but I did watch Disney Channel. I watched like The Proud Family, The Emperor's New School, which is very underrated. Yeah, I was really in the Cartoon Network. I played the uh, the MMO they had, Fusion Fall. I played that a lot. I got like the match level. Yeah, I know you and, and then... your brother are like Fusion Fall mega fans. Yeah. Well, there's actually a, a community that, like, we, we not remade the game. They, they put it back up, but they, it got like, taken down. They, like, reverse engineered it to work yeah. again. And then um, it got taken down, like, last year. That's crazy. You would expect, like, the, um, not the Fusion Fall to be taken down, but, like, Toontown or something, because Disney's, like, vicious. It's weird that yeah, Cartoon Toontown- Network took it they, well, it's like project down. the thing of Toontown is like they took out the Disney characters, but they still have like the names in the game or whatever. Yeah. The thing of Cartoon Network is that it is about all the Cartoon Network characters, mm-hmm. so you can't remove them because then there would be no Fusion Fall. That was the whole point of the game. Yeah, that makes. I remember sense. the lore for Fusion. I I don't remember it that well because I haven't really been into it. I since remember I was it. A kid. I don't remember it. I was lying, but, like, guys. I'm sorry. It was like. There's Planet Feud, and you always see it in the sky, and it's that's where, like, all the monsters and shit come from. And, like, in the end, you, like, go on the planet to fight Feud or whatever. I don't know. I used to fight be... I used to know planet? everything. There's, like, the dude. Feud? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone listening is a Feud and Fall fan. Feud and Fall I, fans I, listening to the Broski Podcast episode 13. No! I, I really don't remember it too well. I, I should probably read up on it. <laughs> I should probably read up on it. 
I do know there's like something where like the Powerpuff Girls. Okay, it's, so something cool about Feed and Fall is the intro to the game is like the future, and it's like in the future they don't. In the future, some of the characters are missing, and they're just like quote missing, but it's kind of alluded to that like they died. That's kind of badass, dude. That's awesome. Like I think uh, all the Foster characters, except Eduardo, like quote died or quote missing or whatever. Will be like, I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going to have to fucking die right now. I'm sorry, dies. That was a good Wilt impression. Be real. Good job, bro. Thank you, bro. Fusion Falls sounds crazy. I wish I grew up playing it. I didn't, but I wish I did. I didn't play, like, any MMOs. It's, like, the only MMO I played. I knew some people that played Toontown. Uh, One of them grew up to be a SoundCloud rapper, but that's about it. That's, like, my only exposure to Toontown. I played a bit of Toontown, not too much though. Yeah. I wasn't really a Toontown. I played a lot of Club Penguin. Yeah, I didn't play anything. I played my single player games on my stupid little GameCube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So talking about video games we grew up with grew up watching E three. New no E three just with, happened. What? That makes no freaking sense, dude. I'm transitioning, dude. Give me a second. Dude, this year's E3? E3 sucked ass, dude. It was probably the worst one yet. But Nintendo came in in the end, and they had a pretty good one, so. Yeah, Nintendo's like the only people that had a good E3 this year. And I don't want to sound like a fucking Nintendrone. I don't want to sound like Stealth 40K or fucking my Nintendo t- Tweet Club, fucking any of these Nintendrones. But Nintendo was legit the only people that had even a remotely good E3 this year. Because I can't even remember anything from the other conferences. I just remember the feeling of hatred and sadness. Um, Square, they showed off Guardians of the Galaxy and that was cool. But they showed it off for like 20 minutes. And that's about all I remember from 20, any other conference. 20 minutes. It's like, okay, we don't always say it in the video. Because the videos are like funny. But the thing with E3, they, they don't get it. You see some people like Limited Run games, they they get Oh, the Limited Run had a great E3. Limited Run, like, they rapid fire. They announced, like, a new River City Girls, and then immediately talked about some other game. Like, you just dropped this big announcement. Limited Run down. had, like, an a E3 on par with Nintendo. I just forgot because they're not, like, a main stage. But yeah. Limited Run shut off a lot of cool shit. Obviously, I love Castlevania, so I'm excited about not only the Castlevania Requiem getting a physical release, but they're re-releasing Rondo of Blood in America for the first time on the TurboGrafx CD. So I need to get a TurboGrafx CD so I can play that shit. Because I'm definitely ordering that when it happens. Because I really like... Rondo of Blood's my favorite Classicvania. It's not my favorite Castlevania in general, but it's my favorite, like, classic gameplay one. So yeah, that was the deal awesome. with E3 is that every conference always does, like, the same thing. Where... Yeah. They, they show a game... Uh, the trilogy. Okay, what am I trying to say? It's like they show the games for too long, really. Uh, a trailer is fine. It's tra- if your trailer sucks or not, whatever. It's a trailer, and then you show gameplay for way too long. We don't want that. No one wants. Fucking that. what was it? Ubisoft showed their game Quarantine that got renamed to like some Rainbow Six game. They showed that for like fifteen minutes. It's like okay, I Capcom wasn't super bad because they didn't promise much but also it's e3 you gotta announce something right yeah there was um, no point in capcom's thing because they had already announced everything we already knew everything like i love the new h attorney coming out if you have any interest in h attorney you should buy it because it's very good but they 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 showed it for too long and i i just also the thing for it's like 
H. Tony's a visual novel that you have to get invested into. When they show, yeah, like, I didn't they showed, like, that at all. yeah, they showed a part of the investigation and the trial, and they just expected you to be invested in it. Like, when I was playing this, yeah, this is awesome. Randomly in E3, uh, I like Ace on? Attorney. I like Ace Attorney, and I was still like, dude, what the fuck? I don't care. Because I'm not, I haven't been reading this. This means nothing to me. Yeah. It's and just also, like, what if there was a book three? And they showed off new books. And they just started reading to you like a snippet from chapter 5 of a book they just announced. I don't care. What is this? Yeah. Uh, so, we, we do have an E3 video coming out. It's, I mean, like, probably like a month later or something. I don't really care about that, though. Because, honestly, I see it like this. If we put an E3 video out, like, a week after E3 or, like, during E3, no one's going to watch it. Because everyone's going to be like, oh, Donkey made a video. I want to watch them over to Bokeet. We, we don't make it to recap or anything. We make it for yeah. our audience. And I'm sure our audience will still watch it no matter when it comes out. I kind of like being late to topic too. Because if when we do a monthly podcast, everyone's talking about something the day it comes out. It's flooded everywhere. And then like we're like a couple weeks later like, yeah, so we're talking about this. And, I don't know. I kind of like being late to things. Yeah, because we're the center of attention, I guess. As much attention as we're going to get, but, like, we're the center of attention when we're late. Yeah, they. Sh- I mean, okay, but Nintendo, they showed off cool things at E3. I don't remember if this was in Nintendo's, but New Monkey Ball announced. It was. It was in it. Uh, New Monkey Ball, that's heat. It's going to be, like, a, a best-of Monkey Ball game. Yeah. And you have the choice to have it either play, like, the classic or, like, the Banana Blitz. And supposedly, there's online multiplayer, so... We don't have a capture card yet, but we'd love to play Monkey Ball. I'm, capture card. I'm still fighting for my life to get a, a real job, and I'm just gonna spend money on upgrades and shit. Like, you know, we just both... We both just upgrade our mics. That's why we should sound better. The E3 video has Hopefully. some problems... Because I didn't realize that um I should turn my fans off before I record. But now I always turn my fans off and my audio is smooth as butter. There's like nothing. But yeah, we got new mics. Gonna get a capture card next so that we can expand our repertoire of what we can record. Right off the bat, like we would love to like stream some Smash Bros. Maybe with viewers. You had an idea where like people can like fight on a team against me and like me and you on a me, team it's against a two team random battle people. of me and you and then two random people i would love to play monkey but like do a monkey ball series kids every time we meet up we always play monkey ball and <laughs> i suck ass at it and we always bore me for I'm it much i don't like i don't want to sound cocky or anything but i am much better than dylan at monkey ball like this is facts like he fights for his life when we play monkey ball in beginner difficulty I would love to play some Mario Party online. Uh, Dude, should probably play a fight. Yeah, we can do that with Superstars. It's going to be awesome. Asterius didn't even know Superstars got announced. I had to tell him. Really? On the latest Lime in the Coconuts, which I think came out. I think I vaguely remember seeing a notification on my phone that said it came out, but I don't remember anymore. Yeah, Monkey Ball, Mario Party, those are cool. New Metroid, neither of us have ever played Metroid, but I do but like cool. Metroidvanias, so I'm going to try and get into Metroid. Dude, and I like Samus, what? Dude, um, for re- so- dude, okay, I have 
jacked off to Samus so many fucking times, dude. I think I owe it to Nintendo to buy this game. <laughs> it's like a dude. I it's never like played a, Metroid, but let's say I'm a Samus fan. It's a it's like a blood ritual, <laughs> except with instead of blood, it's cum. Because I signed the contract with my cum. I have to be a Metroid fan after what I've done, and we don't go, need to go into detail about what I've done, but yeah. Yeah, let's, let's just move on from that now. New Metroid, dude, come on. What else did Nintendo announce? We got Shin Megami uh, Tensei Five stuff. That's still cool. Ooh, yeah. Both of us were lucky enough to get the collector's edition, the English collector's edition. I mean, real quick about SMT. We both did play Nocturne. We want to make our own, like, episode talking about it, though. It might not be super look, long, look, but... at this point, I don't know if we're going to... If we do a Persona 5 Strikers, Broski's discuss... It's going to be kind of crazy because we forgot about most of it. Yeah. But we will definitely do Nocturne because Nocturne is dope. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. But Nocturne is really fucking good and I do want to talk about it. We've both finished at least two playthroughs of it Mm -hmm. because we're both going for platinum trophies. So we have to do all six endings. Dylan's done three. I've done two. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Nocturne. SMT5 looks good. We both pre-ordered it. It's probably gonna what be else? Good. They brought back Advance Wars. Uh, what else today? Now, dang the the new Zelda. Obviously, everyone likes Zelda. Oh yeah, they showed off Breath of the Wild too. I don't like Zelda, oh. but I like Breath of the Wild one. So the the new Smash character, Kazuya. Oh yeah. Well, didn't we talk about that with Obese Loser? Did we? Isn't You're that right, like the one did. thing from E3 we did talk about? That's like the one thing we did talk about Kazuya. Yeah, he's cool. I guess. I like Tekken what? 7. Okay, but like, let's be real. There's one more character left. Guy, just Goku. Just don't, don't even debate that. Just Goku. It's, go- it's gonna be Goku. It's, it has it's to Goku. be Goku. It's, it's Goku. It if it's not Goku, Goku um, <laughs> I'm gonna bet something, but like... If I'm it's not, not Goku, we'll it. delete the channel. <laughs> <laughs> and totally. we'll copyright totally. strike anyone that tries to archive any of the videos. We will erase the broskies from history if it's not Goku. Trust. Trust. Anyway, uh, yeah, E3 is cool, but uh, E3 isn't where you get the real announcements for the real hardcore games. Lord, you know where you get the real announcement for the real hardcore games? Uh, I, I don't. In order to unlock the real announcements for the real hardcore games, step one, fuck up your sleep schedule if you're living in America. Step two, uh, stay up until yeah. 7 a.m. Step three, watch the Type Moon Times where they announce new stuff for the Tsukihime remake and Melty Blood. There Let's was a, go! As of recording this, there was a new one this morning, and me and Dylan both fell asleep. But when we woke up, we checked Twitter, and they announced a new Melty Blood character. Kishima Koma. He looks cool. So- he was cool in Actress Again, current code, so he'll be cool in this. And that kind of confirms him for the Tsukihime remake. Yeah. Um, he would. He would. He was in. Not really into Jukihime, but like his family name had dropped. Yeah. And I think he's in. He's like a main character in Kiyashitoya, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like a cool announcement. But like the best thing we got out of the Type Moon Times last night was um they confirmed uh every main female's bus size. Hold up. Let's read the interview. Can you go to Twitter and pull it up? Yeah. Let's peep this out. Okay. So you be the interviewer. And you can be Natsu, and then I'll be Takauchi, because he's clearly the horniest. Alright, I see. How about their proportions, then? I've heard some startling rumors about Shio. 
You can fit three curry buns in there. Akiha is an A cup. Hisui and Kohaku are C cups. Seal and Arkeet are E cups. But you know, Seal's true best point is her ass. <laughs> I agree again! You were indeed the man who had full reign of the Heron Regiment. Really though, Seal's ass? Let's just say she has child-bearing hips. Oh wait, so all the Herons have predefined charm points. Not really her ass, more her entire posterior. It makes you say, damn, look at what she's got down there. Oh no, you might have really hit something there for me. Senpai's stocks are going way up in natural right now. And then here's the interview again, he goes, So that's why Akid always makes fun of her for having a big ass. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen developers be so horny for their own characters. I mean, it, makes, <laughs> it makes sense because, let's remember, the original release of Tsukihime and the original release of Fate Stay Night are porn games. They have this a lot of porn scenes. But still, I in 2021, they've dropped, they dropped making porn years ago, and yet they are still quite horny. This dude just like, I purposely have given Seal child-bearing hips. Most, I feel he like most creators... didn't have to say it like that. I feel like most creators don't really think about how big their character's breasts are. Like, I don't think most... OC makers would be able to say like, oh yeah, this character's cup size is this. But this guy, this guy's just like, oh yeah, you know, Kia's an A, uh, Hisui and Kohaku are C, and then uh, Arkeet and Seal are E. Really? Are Seal's an E? That's Cap. That's gotta be Cap. I don't think Seal has E cups. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Let's just drop this, okay, Dylan? Yeah, let's, let, let's move let's on. Let's just move Shikihime, on. Milk Blood, awesome. We talk about it like every episode now, except the last one because we had a guest, but you know what I mean. Yeah, we love Type Moon. I specifically love Tsukihime Melty Blood, and then Dylan likes Fate as well, because I haven't read Fate yet, but he has. Anyway, Type Moon's awesome. You know what else? But Type Moon is uh, Tsukihime quite gory and bloody. There's there's a lot of epic fight scenes. You know what else has is gory and bloody and has a lot of epic fight scenes that me and Dylan both like? Invincible. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> we'll talk about Invincible real quick. Um, Excellent really? transition, Matthew Chan. <laughs> Thank you. But why the fuck did you call me Matthew Chan? What the fuck? I'm sorry. Oh hiyo, Oni-chan. Oh hiyo, Oni-chan. Hold up, I can do better. Oh hiyo, Oni-chan. Hold on. Let me show you what I always think about when I say Ohio Oni-chan. I can't find the video, but I'll go ahead and explain it. I saw a TikTok of like some like. Dude going to a drive-thru and he's like, pranking drive-thru workers. And you, he seems like he's gonna be an asshole. And then he goes up to the the thing and he goes, Oh, hey, Oni-san. And then the dude just goes, what the f-? And Okay, John. Here's what I always think of when, um, when I say, Ohio Oni-chan. Click right, on the video. I'll put it, start yeah, I'll put it, it up on screen yeah. and I'll explain it for the audio listeners. Okay, start it in three, two... One. So it's a buff dude in a maid dress. He just picked up the door. Ohio, and then he <laughs> and then he flexes his giant muscles because this dude's fucking ripped. That's and he it. Says, Ohio, and it's like a TikTok, so that's a TikTok sound of like a nice song, and then Ohio, Onichan. And he's like mouthing the words out. That's what I always think of when I say Ohio Onichan. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, let's talk about Invincible, <laughs> Invincible, the awesome, bloody, gory comic turned Amazon Prime original series. Yeah, honestly, my opinion of Invincible would probably just just watch it. Yeah, okay, like, so just, like, you have if, to trust. If you're listening now, you have to just trust. watch it. No matter who you are, you have to watch Invincible. Because listen, listen, okay? As much as I don't want to admit it, I am probably a weeaboo. Because most of what I consume originates from Japan. And I think in the back of my mind, I do have a stigma against... Stigma, these nuts. I do have a stigma against things that are made in America. Because I expect them to be of lower quality. Because I'm used to American cartoons being like Family Guy. Or adult America cartoons. I'm fine with like Nickelodeon stuff. But this buddy Zach... He was fighting for his life trying to get everyone in the friend group to watch Invincible. And finally, I caved, okay? I caved. And then I watched it all in like two days. I told him I'd watch one episode every time I went poop. But the show is so heat, I ended up watching four episodes the first time I went poop. Not all on the toilet, because each episode's an hour. But like, I watched half of one episode, and then I got out of the bathroom and I watched like... The rest of those episodes and I watched up to four and then the next night I watched the rest of the series because it's only eight episodes long right now. Goddamn. And I went and I preached. I started preaching to the homies. Guys, you don't forget. You gotta watch Invincible. This shit is so heat. And then and then I think it was Dylan that caved next and Dylan was like, all right, I'll go watch Invincible. So then Dylan, he goes and watches Invincible, as same as me, in like two or three days. And he comes back and he's like, guys, you gotta watch Invincible. This shit is so heat. Next up, what if- next up, Tim from the Ball- Brawl Brothers caves in. No, he, he watched it before me. Oh, did he? Okay, well, yeah. Tim from the Ball Brothers, he's like, I'm gonna watch Invincible. He watched it all in one day. And he comes back and he's like, guys, this shit is heat. Alright, alright. Nathan, Nathan's like, I'm gonna watch Invincible. Nathan comes back, guys, this shit is so heat. My brother Andrew, my brother Andrew, and my mom and dad. Andrew, like, fucking, he'll take recommendations. Sometimes he's more likely to take recommendations for shows than he is games. Like, he watched Yu Hakusho and Death Note on my recommendation. And I was like, you gotta watch Invincible. I didn't expect him to actually, like, do it. Couple weeks later, I walk downstairs, him and my parents. My dad hates cartoons. <laughs> my dad thinks Man of Steel is a better movie than Enter the Spider-Verse purely because Man of Steel's live action, okay? My parents are watching Invincible, and my mom hates gore. My parents are watching Invincible, Andy's watching Invincible. I watched the last episode again with them. They all loved it too. They all loved it. Against all odds, all of them loved Invincible. And now, the future is now, and like everyone I know has watched Invincible. Now, viewers, you have to watch Invincible, and just trust, bro, because this shit's heat. Even if you're spoiled on some things, like I was, you still gotta watch it, because you don't understand the absolute circumstances of what is happening until you've watched it. And even if you know absolutely everything, you have read the script for the show or some shit, you still have to watch it, because the acting is amazing. Some people say the animation is lacking. I think the animation is pretty I good. I think they just have high standards. It was fine. Yeah. I think Buddy's used to, like, Jujutsu Kaisen animation, which we'll get to in a second. But, like... Invincible is heat. I don't want to say nothing about the show. Other, than, I just want to tell you it's great. The action's great. The story's great. Go watch it. Thoughts, Dylan? Yeah. So I would like to add, 
I am not really a fan of superhero stuff. Oh, me uh, neither. The thing about superhero stuff is it's always, it's always like, safe stuff, like Marvel and... I'm um, jaded against superhero stuff because I know comics tend to get more serious and bloody and have, like, they, they have, like, more things that they can get away with. But, like, obviously now everyone has seen, like, all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies and I'm just so fucking tired. So fucking tired of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. I'm just not fucking watching them anymore. Like, the Black Widow came out. I don't care. I didn't watch it. WandaVision didn't watch it. Uh, the Winter Soldier didn't watch it. People are saying these things are good, including people I know, like Zach, but I'm just, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to watch the new Spider-Man, and that's pretty much it. I didn't watch Loki, and I'm not watching any of this shit anymore, because I don't fucking care. It's all just schlock, garbage, and it's jaded well, me against superhero stuff. Back to what I was saying, it's like... It's all. It's only like Marvel and DC. Is that right? Oh yeah, and DC movies are yeah. just straight shit. Like the. It's not even just that. It's like they're more like shape for like audiences. Like it appeals to all audiences, right? Yeah. And I've heard like from people like Invincible is like amazing, right? And it's like it's more mature, I would say, than like what we see with Marvel and DC. And I've yeah. heard there's a lot of comic books that are like mature and good like most uh, comic books are yeah even most, even marvel they, and dc comic books are they just dumb them down so that they can get the general audience you know it's owned by disney disney wants to reach everyone including the kids kids love marvel and dc there's so much like stuff that just isn't adapted could like unlike japan or something like every manga becomes an anime that doesn't happen here we they stuff saved comics invincible was a comic for how long like Invincible started in like 2004 or something, and now it's finally getting an adaptation, and it's awesome. I I really hope Invincible is like the start of a new trend. I want more shows like Invincible. Well, the boys, I I haven't watched the boys yet, but everyone really likes the boys, and um, that's also like a straight adaptation of the comic. I think a reason why me and you are like probably like quote weeaboos is because like, Animation in the West, it's it's just different. It's always like, yeah. oh, that that's for kids. I talk- like you said, your dad, your dad hates Spider Verse, not hate, but he likes it. West Man, that a movie just because it's animated. Yeah. Spider Verse well, is my dad's, beautiful. My dad's a fifty-year-old like Republican man who just has like family values. He didn't grow up watching cartoons. He watches like Leave It to Beavis or whatever the fuck it's called. So yeah, that's my dad. But I don't, I don't know if my dad's like the general audience. But I think there are a lot of people that think cartoons are just for kids. And I've talked, I've talked to Sophie about this recently. The reason that I like anime more is because most like American shows aren't story driven, like at all. Like I um, love stories. That's the reason I play RPGs. Kids, there are some kids cartoons that are story driven, like Infinity Train stuff, which I haven't watched, but I know that it's like story driven. Um, that shit gets canceled quickly. Both, like, the Owl House and Infinity Train story-driven got shut down because they weren't making money. Okay, that sucks. That's why a lot of people like Avatar, because it's story-driven. Yeah. And still, Avatar came out years ago. But then, like, like if you want, like, a story-driven American show, it's almost always going to be live-action. Like, me and Sophie are nearing the end of Breaking Bad. I finally started it, and Breaking Bad's great. Breaking Bad is just as good as everyone says. It's like a 10 out of 10. But it's like it's like the only good live-action, story-driven American show I can think of. 
Yeah, it's not like a bad thing to say like, oh, live action story. They're, they're good, like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Series amazing. But like, it's just the void of good animated shows in the West. Yeah. It's always got to be like a, a show for kids and oh, cartoons are for kids. Yes. Sophie is just like, I want more adult shows, um, American adult shows that are animated and story driven. And literally the only show I can think of is BoJack Horseman. It's literally the only show I can think of that's adult and it's not, it's funny, but it doesn't focus on comedy and it's story driven. It's pretty depression, right? Yeah. And I like BoJack Horseman. I watched the first I, three I seasons. I do want to watch BoJack. I'm going to go back and finish the whole show with Sophie because now it's over. But um, BoJack Horseman's great. I, th- the issue is it's not that Americans can't make these kinds of media. Anyone in the world is capable of anything. It's just frowned upon, It's really. just, it's not marketable. It's not as marketable as here. In Japan, it's the standard to draw manga and then have anime adaptations of it. And it's all story-driven. That's just how they work down there. Or up there. I don't know where Japan is in relative to America. I'm stupid and I slept through geography class. But you know what I mean. Yeah, so just my last point I want to make before we move on and let you have more to say. We may It may seem like we're like, over-hyping Invincible. We probably are. But it's just so nice to see a show like this in something America. Something like American, Like, what, in, made in the West. It's yeah. something new. It's refreshing. I want more like it. Yeah. They should make if, more like it. Amazon... hyping it up to hell help make more than I will hype it to hell. Jeff Bezos, he's kind of... He's not the greatest person in the world, but, I mean, Amazon Prime Originals, they've been going off... The boys, Invincible, keep it up. Keep adapting things and, like, not dumbing it down. Like, make it as bloody and gory and mature as it is in the comic. Keep doing that. And it looks like it's working for them. Because everyone was talking about the boys when it was airing. Everyone everyone was talking about Invincible. It was inescapable Invincible when, like, the last off. episode was airing. Keep doing that. Amazon, please keep doing that. Netflix, start doing that. Hulu, start doing that. Please start making these mature adult shows that aren't supposed to be like Family Guy or The Simpsons. Make story-driven shows in America, please. I will watch them. I'll watch them. But until then, I have to watch anime. And that's why I watched Jujutsu Kaisen and so did Dylan. That shit is heat, bro. That shit was heat. And that's the opening and ending, the first one. A freaking legendary. Like, the first opening is honestly like top ten. Uh, honestly. here's a little, here's a little peek into what the Broskis have in store. I've I pitched this idea, to Dylan, and it looks like we're probably gonna go through with it. We're gonna, we kind of want to start occasionally making Broski top ten videos. Where it'll still be funny, but like it's our actual genuine opinion, like legit recommendation, but like it's also just like with shit potent. Yeah, like it's our legit opinion, but it will still be funny. And it's looking like the first one we're gonna do is top ten anime openings, because me and Dylan have strongly different opinions than like all the popular top ten anime openings videos and stuff. We've got some strange picks for our favorites. But one that is up there, that is up there for a lot of people, is Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen opening one. A bit, it a is bit so of spoilers for video, good. but it is very yeah. good. It's so, it will be on the list. It will probably be pretty high on the list. Jujutsu Kaisen opening one, it's called Kai Kai Kitan, that's what the song is called. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, It's heat. 
It's fucking heat. But that's just the opening of the show. That's not to downplay the rest of the show, because the show itself is also extremely good. And the, uh, the first ending, Lost in Paradise, it's also very good. It's, uh, I, I've seen a lot of parodies of it before I watched the show, so I knew it very well. It's, I think it's already a very iconic ending. Yeah, I quite like Jujutsu Kaisen's um, opening and ending. The show itself is awesome. It's it's kind of it's not trying anything new. I would say it's just like a shonen, but it's, it's doing everything. Well. It's doing everything right. It's doing everything right. The characters are awesome and lovable. I love Toto. He's incredibly based. The powers are interesting. The fight scenes are made well. The enemies the are pretty interesting. I really like the writing. The writing it's is good. good. Gojo is extremely funny. And he's quite charming as well. Everything about Jujutsu Kaisen is done well. I strongly recommend it. Subbed or dubbed. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Both versions are good. We we both gave it a 9 out of 10, right? Yeah, we both gave it a 9 out of 10 on my That's just list. the first season. I If it keeps up, I, I think... I would rate the entire series as a whole a ten if it keeps yeah, up. Yeah, if it keeps I, up, it, I, I feel it the has same that way. potential, which I I don't I don't really rate things ten very often. Yeah, I don't know if we talk about it much, but I, neither of us really do. I think I might be a little harsher on my ratings. I don't really think about it critically. I just think about how I feel. Yeah, when I'm done with it, so I might be a little more liberal with my tens, but I still don't give tens willy-nilly i don't think you've given more than like 10 yeah no i'm pretty sure i've given exactly <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10 10s but jujutsu kaisen i feel like it can be a 10 um when it's all said and done but just this I mean, first hey, season talk about top nine. 10s maybe maybe we'll talk about like a favorite animation a top 10 yeah it's kind of weird to say top 10 because when you hear top 10 you kind of associate it with like dumb like watch, watch videos Mojo. or whatever but it's going to be heat, dude. We're going to say, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be heat. It's going to be heat. And obviously, since it's two people doing this, there are ones that I like that Dylan doesn't like. And there's ones that Dylan likes that I don't really like. So we're going to have yeah, a, we're, we're going to have a part of the top 10 dedicated to that. Like the honorable yeah. mentions will be split between my picks and Dylan's picks because we obviously can't completely agree on everything. Plus, we, it's different if, like, you've seen an anime because you've watched so much. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll work on a format. I think you're a bit inspired by the old Screw Attack, right? Yes, I, I, I used to love Screw Attack top tens, so I kind of want to, like, I want to make it obvious that, like, I'm I'm homaging and also ripping them off. So I literally just want to straight up take their their number things where they go, like, it's number 10. I just want to steal those. I just want to like take how, those verbatim. Screw Attack like is, like, the, under, so it doesn't matter. Who's going to fight me? Who's going to fight me? Like how on the Halloween video, I just took the freaking next yeah, you took intro the and put shit. Yeah. it. Yeah, I, I used to love Screw Attack top 10s, top 10 dicks in gaming, top 10 worst Mario games, all classic videos. I feel like I might be alone in that because a lot of people don't like screw attacks opinions but when i was a kid i used to really just like those top tens and i like the atmosphere and stuff but yeah the new broski content is gonna be he we'll talk more about what's in store at the end of this episode but yeah so that was kind of like a double topic like what's in some of what's in store for the channel and jujutsu kaisen i d we don't really have much to say about jujutsu kaisen other than it's good i don't think honestly you know like when i like stuff i just i don't have much to say i'm just it's heat dude if yeah. i don't like something i'll tell you 
for like five minutes why I don't like it. Yeah, I'm like I'm like the same way. Like we both have like media threads on Twitter of stuff we like. When I like something, I a lot like I don't have words. I'm just like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> Watch yeah. it. I just finished The World Ends With You 100%, and, like, I wrote a paragraph about it, and, like, the beginning of it is, like, wow, this is, like, the second greatest game of all time, and the rest of it is just, like, fuck ESP or points. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that real quick. World Ends With You, both of us, we really like it. Like, both you know, top, top, like, five games, probably. Both of these nuts. But 100% in 2E is, like... Actually, just one of the worst things I've it's ever It's a nightmare. It's literally a nightmare. It's the worst grind in any game I've ever experienced ever. There's nothing even close. Literally took like 20 hours to get all the ESP points. And it's hard to explain what ESP points are, but basically, at the end of the game, when you've done everything, you've gotten all the pins, all the clothes, everything. There's a system called ESP points. And you accumulate ESP points throughout. I'm just going to call them ESP points because I don't know why the fuck they're called ESP points because that's stupid. But anyway. You get ESP points every time you buy an item that's 10,000 yen or more, or you defeat, like, one random encounter, okay? And in order to get a star rank, which is what you need to 100% of the game, on your ESP points, you need to get 10,000 of them. When I finished getting all the pins and stuff and mastering all the pins, I only had, like, 2,500 ESP points. So you have to go to this one grinding spot in the post-game level, and you just have to grind frogs. For hours and hours until you get the max amount of yen you can carry, which is like 10 million. And then you go to a store and you buy an item that's 10,000 yen over and over again. And then you sell it and buy it again over and over. And then once you're out of money, you go back and you grind the frogs. In order to get 10,000 ESP points, it took 20 hours of grinding the same thing over and over again. Random encountering frogs, kill the frogs, get the pins, leave the room, re-enter, kill the frogs again, over and over again. It took like doing... Four loops, and what I call a loop is getting the maximum of yen and then going, selling, buying all the pins, and then going back. That's a loop. It took like four loops, and it took like 20 hours to do it. It's the worst fucking grind in any game ever. I'm begging you to play The World Ends With You because it's one of the greatest games of all time. Do not fucking 100% it to that extent. Get all the pins and clothes and stuff because it's fun if you want, if you're that type of person. Don't get the maximum of ESP points. It's not worth it. Yeah, we only did it because we're freaking weirdos and like, oh, it's my favorite game. I have to 100% my favorite game. It is not worth it at all. You basically summed it up, so I don't have to say much. Just don't do it. Yeah, it fucking sucks. But that game is awesome. Love that game. Love the characters. Love the story. The music comes. You know what doesn't come? The anime adaptation, which aired a bit ago, and we finished it. And it sucks. It was fucking it awful. Bad. They mm. got the style down pretty well, which it sucked because it looked pretty good. The CG's a little air, but like the style, they got it down. They didn't get anything else down. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, some scenes, some good scenes are just missing. Um, some of the scenes are just changed for the worse. Like some of the best scenes in the game are just changed for the worse. The combat is boring. Every fight scene in that show is boring as fuck. It's, it's, the world with you is hard to convey into an anime, like the game yeah, that, itself. Yeah, that's what I kept saying. It's I like would, impossible when to convey it, into an anime. And there would be the fight, I'd be like, this fight isn't interesting. And then I noticed, like, this shit shouldn't be an anime. Yeah, you nothing is interesting it. in it. I just don't care. And it, even the like parts they could have gotten right, they didn't. The One of the most egregious 
parts of the World Ends With You anime, I don't even know how they fucked this up, is the lack of the music from the original game. They play oh one song from the game twice, and that's it. They play the song, I think it's called It's So Wonderful, twice, and that's it. There's, like, no music from the original game. What the fuck? That's what made the game. Everyone always goes off, oh, the music in the world ends with you is great. Oh, the music in the world ends with you is, like, the best part of the game. Yeah, it is. It's really fucking good. Where is it in the anime? Where? It's just not there. They fucked it up so fucking bad. It sucks. Fix the anime. Anyway, the sequel comes out, like, next week at the time of recording. It got leaked, so we muted everything on Twitter. Oh, the demo came out, though. Yeah, the, demo the demo's fun. The game's a lot of fun. I'm excited for the full release. Okay. From the looks of it, there is no expo point. Yeah. So, if that's points there, I'm just going to... If it's if expo points in the game, then it can't be horrible. It can't be a horrible grind. Yeah, if if there's ESP points in the game, and it's like there's an achievement for getting 10,000 of them, and the grind's just as bad as the first one, I'm just not getting the platinum trophy. Fact, not cap. I can't do it again. Mentally, I can't do it again. It took me two months to get all the ESPR points over like 20 hours of gameplay. It was so egregiously boring. I do feel satisfied after finally getting it, though. It was like euphoric when the achievement popped up on my phone that I got 10,000 points. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say anymore about 2E. Sequel coming out where... Probably gonna make a whole like episode on it. Like we're yeah, there will be a Dirk Broski's discuss on that. I mean, what else had been going on? Oh, there's the uh, they made the new Switch, and it's not what Elion wanted. Yeah, the Switch OLED just dropped. Um, same as same way they announced stuff like the new Paper Mario and stuff. It wasn't in a direct or anything, which was weird because. It dropped like a week or two after their E3, so I don't know why they didn't just show it off at E3, but there probably would have been more of a shitstorm if they did, because everyone's like, I want to switch pro! I want to spend more- I want to spend $400 to upgrade my hardware for some reason! We want to switch pro! I don't know why everyone wants a fucking switch pro. I don't want to spend more money. I really fucking don't. If there's I don't not- know about you, but I like having money. Yeah, I, if there's not going to be a significant upgrade, then I don't want it. I don't want to have to uh, fucking upgrade my Switch to play new games or whatever, like the new 3DS. I don't want to fucking spend money like that. But anyway, they announced an, an upgrade to the Switch called the Switch OLED, where the, the, the screen is bigger and now it's OLEDs instead of whatever it was before. And um, the dock now has a LAN port and there's a light in the middle of the dock and that's pretty much it. And that's about it. I don't know how people are making, like, hour-long videos about this thing. It's nothing. Really nothing. It's, uh, the Switch OLED to the original Switch is, like, the original DS to the DS Lite. The OLED will probably be, like, the standard for what people want to get, but it looks completely unimpressive now. I don't really care. In fact, I am extremely satisfied with the OLED. I'm ha- more happy with OLED than I am with a Switch Pro because I don't, don't have to buy anything. I, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't need the Switch OLED. It's good for people that are gonna get a Switch now. And if my Switch ever breaks and I need to get a new one, then I can get an OLED and it's a nice little upgrade. But I don't fucking need one, so I'm not gonna buy one. I don't have to spend 300, 400, however the fucking much it is, to get one. Yay! 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 I'm happy. I'm happy with the Switch OLED. It's cool, Nintendo. You guys did a good job. I'm 
I'm so happy. It's a good thing that nothing that's $400 is gonna come out, surprise attack us. Are, are you serious, my brother? Boom! Steam, Steam Deck appears out of nowhere. I don't, I don't care that. Gaben! I don't care that I put down five bucks to get mine in like quarter two 2022 because I was late to pre-ordering it. Because, dude, fucking, I'm going to get a job and I'm just going to put aside $400 for my Steam Deck when uh, it's my time to get one. And I don't Jumping even care. Like, Matthew, that shit. We, have no we have no food. <laughs> Steam Deck. Well, fucking, I'm going to go. I'll be in college at that time. And you have to have meal plans. So, yeah. I selfie can fight for her fucking life. I don't care because I can play Melty Blood in bed. Actress again, current code in bed. I can play. I can finally. I can finally play Lisa the Painful in bed. I can finally play the original OG Binding of Isaac in bed. I can play Crumble in bed. I can fucking jack off to Fate Stay Night H scenes on the toilet. Which, I mean, I have the you, game working on my phone. You can but. already do that. It's on your phone, dude. Well, I can do it with Tsukihime. And, um, uh, Deep Space Waifus, I can jack off. I can play it one-handed and jack off to it, um, in, on the toilet or in bed. The Steam Deck is, like, the most revolutionary thing the, ever. Yeah, and, the big thing for me is that it, you can download third-party yeah, software. It's That's just, it's just a PC. So it's like, okay, so it's like, okay, okay, okay. The future is already now. I have Dolphin on my phone. And it can run like Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 and stuff like flawlessly. But still, Dolphin on my phone, some games don't work. Kirby Air Ride doesn't work. But the Steam Deck is more powerful than a base model PS4. The Steam Deck will hopefully have 100% compatibility with PC Dolphin. So I can finally play Kirby Air Ride in bed. Dylan, do you have an idea how big this is to me? I had dreams as a child that Kirby Air Ride came out on the PSP so that I could finally play it portably. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, it hey, wasn't peep real. Peep this one, bro. Peep this one, bro. Bat, bro. Dolphin had, uh, like, netcode where you can play a friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kirby Air Ride on a Steam Deck in bed. Come on. Dude, for real, bro. And what else can we fucking pirate and emulate? I mean, legally get uh, on I our mean, Steam uh, Decks. Legally, um, um, uh, fucking, uh, the, the penis. Penis! Um, penis! I mean, you can just, like, jack off to anything. Like, pretty much, deck, pretty dude. much any, anything you can do on your PC. Yeah. I guess, we can, yeah. Dylan can edit broski videos on the Steam Deck, so he never gets harassed. Dylan will be <laughs> Dylan will edit broski videos all day, and they'll be like, "I'm going to bed, Matthew." And I'll be like, "Okay, bro, get your Steam Deck out and start editing in bed." And he'll just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, this shit's gonna be awesome. Way better than a Switch Pro." Nintendrones keep making jokes like, "Um, oh, download a Switch emulator, and now it's, it's this is the Switch Pro. Do something other than Nintendo, bro." Think about it! I can emulate PS3 games and play Dante's Inferno in bed, dude! PSP fans are crying now that they have to put down the PSP because of the Steam Deck. Uh, the PSP is still quite the awesome because it's cheap as beast, dirt. Man. It's cheap as fucking dirt. But finally, PSP fans can finally upgrade because the reason PSP players have been holding back is because nothing has been quite as easy to hack as the PSP. But you don't even have to hack a Steam Deck. It's just a PC. I hope um, we're getting, we're getting like, we got the, the Switch and now we got the Steam Deck. I hope Sony now is like, hmm, we should go back to 
the the portable market. The PS Vita is still the second greatest portable system of all time, only beaten by the Game Boy Advance, and that's probably only because of nostalgia reasons. So yeah, Sony should get back in the game. I hate you buddies for not buying the PS Vita. I hate all of you. And that includes you, Dylan, who didn't buy a PS Vita. I bought a PS Vita like a beast, okay? You buddies need to go buy- you should have bought the PS Vita. If Sony comes back to the console game, I am putting you all at gunpoint. And you have to buy their- their portable, their new portable, if they make it- if they ever well, make when one. Di when did you get your Vita? I got my first Vita in like 2014. It was a hand-me-down from Danny because Danny oh, okay. bought two Vitas. But then the the first Vita Daniel got, he got with his first paycheck from his job. So when I got a new, a new Vita in like 2018, a, a, a slim, light, baby blue one, it's like the best Vita you can get because it's so pretty. Daniel was like, Matt, can I please have my old Vita back because I bought it with my first paycheck, so it's kind of important to me. And I was like, sure, bro. And I transferred the system and I gave him back his old Vita. So Danny bought two Vitas. One, one of them handed me down to me and I bought my own Vita. But it's kind of like I bought my own Vita, so I still supported. And I still bought Vita games when I had Danny's hand-me-down Vita. So I was still well, supporting the game. So, the thing with a Vita is that uh, I wanted a Vita. Because uh, I, I wanted to play Persona 4 Golden, because I really like Persona 4. And I, I wanted to play Danganronpa, because I also like Danganronpa. Uh, I don't know. I think I've said it before, but I You're read the, the fan translations of Danganronpa. You are such a fucking Something loser. awful before the game came out. And then they came out and it's like, oh, I want to play these. But then they were on the Vita. So I, I couldn't I couldn't play them. But I, I already knew what happened. But come on. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't have the money. I was like, what, 14? You need to ask for that shit for Christmas, bro. For birthday. Do chores around the house. You were weak. You were weak-minded. But it's okay, because if if Sony gives you another chance, then you have another chance to actually prove your worth buy this time. Vita. Yeah, I know, but it's not none of that money is going to go to so Sony Corporation, so they won't know that you care. Well, I'll, I'll go down to Sony and suck their cocks. Me too. You know what? Me too. Fuck corporations, except Sony. If they'll make a new portable, then I will suck their penis. I'll lick those boots. For real, I will. For more Sony portable action, I will lick those fucking boots. Because one of the greatest things about the PS Vita is that it's like the only portable system ever to have achievements. And buddies know the broskies love achievements. So true, Oomphy. So fucking true, Oomphy. What else is there to talk about on this episode? I think we're nearing the end. I mm, see... Yeah. Two things that we haven't spoken about yet. Three things we haven't spoken about yet. And then our upcoming projects. Um, well, I guess four. We watched Tokyo Ghoul, but I kind of want to wait to have Zach on to, to talk when about Tokyo Ghoul. And yeah, we only, we've only watched the first season. Supposedly the rest of the seasons are dog shit. So I think both me and Dylan are considering picking up the manga. The manga had been on my list. I was going to read it like Same. a month ago and I didn't. So if, if you're a Tokyo Ghoul fan and you're like, <gasps> no, no, I know, we will read I the know, manga. Don't I know worry. Burnt Ramen is fighting for his fucking life in my replies and stuff like, please read the manga. I will, my child. Don't yeah, worry. Don't, don't I worry. Will. We, we will. I will. I, I love, we, we both love manga, so we'll read it. Yeah, I'll, I'll read the manga. I promise. It's okay. It's okay. I know the rest of the anime is shit. Uh, so that covers Tokyo Ghoul. We're saving it for when Zach is on, because Zach 
Zach is like the biggest Tokyo Ghoul fan he'll, I've ever met. Like, would be, he'll probably be on in like two more episodes again. <laughs> Maybe like th- next episode, who the fuck knows? Zach's probably yeah. going to be the most reoccurring guest on the podcast. Zach is like the third Brodkey at that point. Yeah, Zach's the most common member of the show and now. And then like, yeah, like the Brodkey is just me and you. But then like Zach and also Sophie, I, they're like pretty important too. Somebody's be does. under the impression that the Broskies is just me. Guys, please. Please, guys, please. Dylan is right here. Come on, ladies. I know I'm the hot one, but please. Uh, what else can we talk about? Nagatoro. We promised Kibi we'd have him on so he can fight for his life to defend Nagatoro. Because me and Dylan are kind of middling on it. So I don't want to linger on it too much. But yeah. We future was... catch? Future, future broskies? What? Future broskies? Um, I mean, yeah, we, we, do, we, do have a, we have a lot of guests we want to get on. We want to... We yeah, yeah, yeah. We got things in the works. Yeah, I mean... Expect expect PewDiePie in a couple yeah, episodes. Yeah, Me- PewDiePie will. Yeah, PewDiePie. Well, he did DM us. We'll have to come on, PewDiePie. Censor all the N words. Yeah. He, he does. He loves in private. He loves saying it, dude. Holy fucking shit! Like I've had I've had coffee with PewDiePie, and I had to like duct tape his mouth shut because he just dude, couldn't we went, stop we, saying yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I went to Walmart with him one time, and I'm like, dude, Felix, you can't be saying this. I'm just like, come, come on. I, I come wanted on. to kill We're myself. Walmart, I was man. so embarrassed. I, I just so want to get some bread, man. Oh my god. But we'll have Markiplier on it. Markiplier is a good little boy. Who else are we having on? Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have, a, we're gonna have, a, we're gonna have, a, we're gonna have a Pokemon on. Yeah, Pokemon. We're still working on Amelia Watson. She's busy, you know. Yeah, being... I know. Amelia Watson will come on the podcast. Trust. What if in like 200 episodes we make enough connections that we can actually get Amelia Watson on the podcast and that happens? Well, we're, we're, since we talk about anime so much, we would we be, be like considered part AniTube, but then we'd be the best AniTubers? I think we kind of are AniTubers, yeah, unfortunately. Then, well, like, the, you see like the freaking AniTubers, so they that, get to collab with the That means Nuxtaku um, is going to come on as well. He's gonna do yeah, a live we'll, we'll performance. He's gonna do a live performance of Twitch's hentai for you guys. Yeah, live performance. Song. We're gonna join him. We're gonna join him too. He'll he'll be on probably like ten episodes from now. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Dylan? Uh, we can wrap it up. You want to wrap it up, or should I? We, we both can. Okay, let's talk about it at the same time. Okay. So yeah, so, yeah gonna, the, that's the we got new more episode coming up. Of the, we got the Nocturne oh, yeah, podcast. We, we got a new podcast. gaming series coming yeah, out. Yeah, we're working on uh, a new the new E three video. Um, uh, it, it's, it's late, but like yeah, you know, who it's, cares? It's gonna come it's out. It's a funny video. Yeah, we're working on uh, bringing back old Broski content. We're working content. on bringing back old Broski like, content. Um, pretty cool, you know, like Doom video kind of, but it's, yeah, a, Doom it's another game, awesome. like something that's not stream highlights. So that's gonna be really good. I kind of call them like traditional Broski videos. Yeah, traditional Broski videos. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Cutting down. But, cutting down like yeah, video games yeah yeah, pretty no, funny. yeah yeah and we're gonna work try and do more of that because that's like good content. oh and uh um, we we yeah. do we will continue yeah, danganronpa no, yeah, for those who watch our live will happen again uh, it, we promise they, it's not over too much going on yeah it's not over continue. but we promise uh, we Shelby promise would it's probably gonna happen kill us if we didn't finish it yeah, so don't worry so danganronpa would, uh, and that's it for the broski podcast episode 13 thanks for watching ohio Oni chan. Oh, hello. Oni chan. Yummy a hot day. Yummy a hot day. Dude, dude, dude. Copyright. We're going to get copyrighted, dude. <laughs>